Hey guys, welcome to episode 16 of the Nurse Money Talk podcast. My name is Thomas Yuzebnam, and in this particular episode, let's talk a little bit about working 12-hour shifts and some tips to hopefully make that shift a little easier. Before I get started, I want to invite you to go ahead and subscribe to that podcast if you find this show helpful. Don't forget to share it to any of the nurses that you think might find this also helpful. And if you would also at some point take a moment to give us a positive rating on iTunes, Stitcher, whatever your podcast platform of choice is, that would also be fabulous and help us in terms of spreading the word on the show. Now, so let's go ahead and get started. As someone who has worked 12-hour shifts, I've worked 16-hour shifts, working those shifts are... Honestly, it can be a struggle, especially if you've never really worked 12 or 16 hour shifts. You're used to working eight hour shifts. Then now you're having to work those long shifts. It can be a struggle because one of the things as well is that if you're working like a seven to seven or like a seven to 11, I feel like right around like three or four five-ish or so when you feel like, well, if I was working a quote-unquote normal job, I would already be going home by now. You know, you might start getting that feeling or if you work with administration as well and they work Monday through Friday and they do eight-hour shifts and so a lot of them are going home, you can start feeling those last couple hours really, really start dragging by. So, Let's talk a little bit then of what can you do to really make those 12-hour or 16-hour shifts actually a little easier. The first thing, and I actually think this is really, really important and probably one of the most important things you can do, is to make sure that you're getting a really good sleep. So... From my personal experience, nothing has made a long shift just drag and drag and drag on forever, quite like I'm tired and it's like I'm struggling to try to stay awake, to focus, and then I have to be there for 12 or even longer. And then after you're done with your shift, if you're trying to catch up on your charting and you're sleepy and tired, it really, really just makes things super, super hard. So I would really just encourage you to really make sure that you are catching up, make sure you're getting a good night's sleep before going in and working that shift. The next thing is to really think about what I would call just making sure you have everything prepped to go either the night before or the day. Make sure everything's prepped because I don't know about you, but I know for me, I'm usually waking up with just enough time to really grab everything I need and get to work right on time. And so trying to run around and, oh, I forgot this or I forgot that. Where's my water bottle? Where's this? That, oh, I need to go fill up gas in the car. Like all of that can really make for stressful morning trying to get to work. And then it also increases your chances that you're going to be late. And it really sets you off on bad vibe or bad track for the shift. You don't start off right, and so it almost seems like you're playing catch-up to begin with or even catch-up for the rest of the shift. So I would really just kind of make sure that things are prepped beforehand. 
So the third thing as well is to just look at trying to stay organized during the shift. So I know a lot of times I'm there for 12 hours or I'm going to be there for 16. And so if you're a procrastinator, feel the urge, keep putting things off. Oh, I'll get to that later. Or, oh, I'll chart on that later. And so you keep pushing things further and further and further back until at some point they really, really start piling on. And then, oh, what did this patient say? Oh, what was those vital signs? Or what did that IV look like? I mean, so it's just, there's so many things that can really start kind of piling on if you're not careful about it. So trying to find ways or system that works for you to really stay organized, whether that's just ideally charting immediately as stuff happens, writing down notes on your report sheet or your brain or whatever, and to just really help make things go by smoother. Next thing is find ways to stay busy. Now, for a lot of you, you're going to be struggling because you just have too much to do and you're just not really even being able to keep up with it. And you're also going to have shifts like this where things just might have settled down. You know, you might have gotten maybe like a set of some easy patients or whatever the case may be. And so you're finding yourself with a lot of leisure I don't even know if I really want to use the term leisure, but you're just not as busy as you could be. That's perfectly fine. I know we have plenty of shifts. We're just struggling and dying out there. And so having those shifts where that's a little bit more of a downtime is always nice. But the thing about it, though, is that it can also make time drag on. If you're not careful, you can potentially get bored or where you're constantly looking at the clock and so it just seems like things are going a lot slower than it should be so trying to find ways to really help pass the time by if things are if you do have a downshift whether that's i don't know like organization on the unit that nobody's been wanting to do but that really should be done and now you get a chance to do it will really help in terms of making time go by and so with that comes my next one which is the opposite of that is to make sure you're finding time to catch a breather if you're having those shifts where you're just running nonstop, you're just barely, barely holding by. Just make sure that you get your break or your breaks, depending on how that works. I think some facilities, they'll do like, you know, you're supposed to get a 30-minute lunch and then like a 15-minute break and a 15-minute break or something like that if you're working a 12 or 16-hour shift. Regardless of what the situation is, just finding ways to really be able to take your break, be able to step off the unit or the floor for a little bit, just kind of be able to catch a breather, whether that's just like, you know, as you're eating your lunch, working on a puzzle, Sudoku or whatever, or a game on your phone, just something to really help you clear your mind a little bit and then get back out there and keep going. Part of the reason why I say that is when I'm looking at these 12 or 16 hour shifts, is that I really look at them kind of like a marathon. I'm not sure if that's really the best analogy, but that's the one I'm, I'm rolling with. And that's you have to pace yourself and to make sure that you don't burn out too early. So part of making sure that you get that break is to make sure that you are out there pacing yourself so you can be able to finish the marathon, if you will. The next one is really looking at some of the things that can make you feel better and, if you will, give you a little bit more energy for working those long shifts. That's looking at something like consuming well-balanced meal. Certain foods are going to help in terms of giving you more energy. So if you know that certain food might cause you to have bloating or not feel as well, then that's probably not the most ideal thing to be eating right before like a 12, 16 hour shift. And of course, 
I feel like you can't really say eating well without exercise because the more active you are in general, I think the easier it will be to be able to run through those 12 and 16 hour shifts easier. I mean, in general, it's, it's hard, but I think, you know, it can make it easier. And then on top of that as well is just trying to make sure that you stay hydrated. And I know for just speaking for myself, part of the issues that I'll have is I'll spend so much time running, 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 running. And I think for a lot of us, this kind of happens as well is that eight hours might go by and then we realize that we haven't really eaten anything. We haven't drank any water. We're not really even sure if we've gone to the restroom. And I know for me, like long shifts and not staying hydrated, at some point I'll start having like this really bad headache. And if I haven't eaten and I'm like really hungry and then I I might start getting like a bad headache. And the issue is, is that once you get that headache, then you're chasing it, trying to get it to go away when if you would be proactive at the very beginning. So making sure that you do have snacks handy, making sure that you are going to take your break or your lunch, or at least trying to anyway. And then also making sure that you do have a water bottle so that you can stay hydrated, I think will go a long way to just helping you to avoid those headaches and also just giving you more energy to finish your shift. So next thing is just looking at dressing for comfort. And so what I mean by that is you're working the floor, you're probably going to be wearing comfortable scrubs, but I think more importantly, comfortable shoes, especially if you're going to be on your feet a lot, compression socks. A lot of nurses will find help relief for their aching feet by wearing compression socks. So especially making sure that you have on the right socks, if you will, and the right shoes will go a long way to just making those 12 and 16 hour shifts easier. The last thing I want to mention is just really, really trying to work with your team. And by your team, I mean the other nurses, especially your techs, and also including your doctors, your respiratory therapists, physical therapists, whoever else is part of the multidisciplinary team. But I think for this though, especially looking at your other nurses that are on the floor, and then also your techs, really trying to work together as a team and try to figure out like how can we help each other to make sure that we all get through these 12 or 16 hour shifts and kind of manage it to the best way possible. I know we all take our own patients and whatnot, but what I've found is that one of the easiest shifts I'll have are the ones where everybody is working as a team. It seems like everybody's in sync. There's good communication between the nurses and the techs. Nurses are going by and the call light is going off. And even if it's not their patient, they're going in there and checking to see what so-and-so patient needs. And so I think those little things really, really, really does go a long way to helping you get through a 12 or 16 hour shift and at the end of it, just feel pretty good about yourself and the work that you've done. Thank you so much for listening and I will catch you in the next episode.